you are listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm a pedal pumping content creator and a foot model. You can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. And before I get into listener emails, I'm going to do a little housekeeping here. I have a, a note to remind you all that I have a free OnlyFans. You can subscribe for free at Mimi, at, uh, sorry, OnlyFans.com slash Mimi Footnip Clips. And you can also get a link to that on my website. Um, I also uh, took my BMW in for an oil change the other day. And while I was there, I happened to see a woman revving her car for the mechanic um, to kind of, I guess, diagnose what the problem was. And I happened to capture that on film and I've posted that for my patrons on Patreon. So uh, it's a very short, like 15 second clip, but she's revving the car and then she actually gets out of the car. Um, so that is available on Patreon and, oh, oh, I got a copy. I got my signed copy of Jim Shoe's book and I, I just got it today. So I'm going to take some photos and post that on Patreon as well for my patrons. Um, I want to thank my patrons, by the way, Tevin, Jim Riker, Old Dirty, DBM, Not a Golfer, MF, Rayshawn, Steven, Eric F, Eric J, Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Leo, Havaianas Fan, Robert Austin, Pedro, Don, and BFS426. You guys, thank you so, so much for supporting this podcast. And thank you, everyone, for your listenership, uh, for favoriting or downloading or liking or whatever. All the things that um, make the algorithms happy. I appreciate you all so, so much. And... Um, I welcome you all to email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com and tell me about the content you like to watch, pedal pumping content that is, and all the details that get you going. You know, I was talking to someone recently, uh, a patron, in fact, and we were discussing how when it comes to pedal pumping, people have very specific little excitement triggers like things that they really want to see and it's so varied like for some people you know I, I don't need to go into all the detail but like for some people like it's a very it can be a very specific type of trigger and if that stimulus is not present then the whole video is just kind of like not that like not a big turn on or maybe it's okay but you know what I mean so I just I'm really interested to know for you what do, what gets you going? What revs your engine? You know what I mean? Like, what's that one thing that if you see in a video or in real life that you just you 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 explode? You can't control yourself. Like, that's what I want to know. Like, what's tell me the details? So email me if you feel like sharing with me and with the podcast. Uh, you can just share with me if you don't want me to read your email on the podcast. Let me know that. Um, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested in, in getting into the details. Um, I also have a bit of bad news, but I'm going to save that until after a quick break. All right, we're back from the break. My bad news, I'll get into that first. <sighs> you guys, oh my gosh. So I was, um, 
I recently opened a UPS mailbox. Some of you like to send me things. And so I opened a new mailbox and I was going over there to pick up a package and I was backing out of my parking spot and somebody hit me. So I guess the guy like in the like a space across from me was also backing out of his space and just backed out right into me um I I was devastated I started crying <laughs> it um munched my tail light and my bumper and my quarter panel like all need to be all need body work it's not like you know I mean we were backing out in a parking lot and so it's not like it was like high velocity crash or you know I'm fine I'm, there was no injuries or anything it's just my car was injured and if you know me at all you know that my cars are my my babies and I just it's actually to be honest it's kind of just triggered like a spiral of just anxiety and depression and just upset upsetness in me um it, it was I know it sounds crazy to say this but it was kind of traumatic like emotionally traumatic for me um so anyway I have just been really upset and of course like dealing with insurance dealing with car rental place dealing with body shops dealing with like all the inconvenience and all of the the time that goes into um, dealing with an insurance claim. I've never really been in an accident like where there was damage. I've, I've experienced little fender benders, this and that, but like nothing where like I had to file an insurance claim. And so this is my first time going through this process. And um, yeah, it just, I'm just kind of like, Fuck. You know, I um, have an appointment with the body shop. The soonest appointment they could give me was like June 8th. I think I have it on my calendar. June 8th or 9th. I think it's the 8th. Um, not until June. So I, I guess I won't be going back to Hawaii until after that. And it's going to take about a week before I get my car back. Uh, so I'm super bummed. I'm super sad. I just feel so protective over my car and the fact that it just got all munched up is just, uh, I was, I'm, it's kind of soul destroying to me. I know that's ridiculous, but I can't explain why I feel that way. I just, I just feel that way. So I will survive, but you can send me your love. I'll appreciate, I appreciate all the, all the love and compassion that some of you have already sent my way and um, I know Bauma will be fine but it's a little traumatic <laughs> I'm not gonna lie it's a little traumatic so uh, I'm gonna get into some emails let's get into the fun stuff now um, this one is from Tevin who is a patron of the podcast and he says Hiya, Mimi. I'm back at it with another sexy, fine fantasy starring you. Of course, pretty please share it on your amazing, groundbreaking, one-of-a-kind podcast should you have room to share it. The fantasy is inspired by scenes from the film Julie 
1956, starring Doris Day. This fantasy is a combination of two different scenes from said film, one being a forced flooring scene and the other being a cranking scene. Again, I hope you like it. Would appreciate your honest thoughts on it. Here goes. You and I are to get together at a friend's house with maybe seven or eight other people. You are wearing a slick, tight ponytail, boot-cut jeans, black designer top, gray cardigan, and Steve Madden platform wedges. It turns out that one of said people is an old flame of yours from a few years ago. I recall you mentioned this guy maybe twice in the past. You start chatting it up with the guy. This causes me to intervene and subtly tell the guy to take a hike. You and I then exchange words in front of some of the party guests. The argument ends with a devastating blow by you. You know what? You can fucking walk home, dipshit. Hitchhike for all I give a fuck. Without even saying goodbye to our friends, you gather up your purse and make your way outside the house. We zoom in on those Steve Maddens trotting away on the pavement to the car. You get in, take the key out of your purse, put it in the ignition, and start it up, no problem. You are driving a Toyota Tundra truck that has no center console. As you are backing out of the parking space, I run up to the passenger side door. This startles you. I open the door and get in without even acknowledging you. You are looking at me with the daggers for eyes, that look of anger and frustration. My jealous ways have made you feel uneasy and concerned lately. You don't say anything to me either. With that, you grab hold of the gear stick on the side of the steering wheel, put it into drive, step on the gas, and make your way out of the community. To say that this is an awkward car ride home is an understatement. The silence is deafening. You stare, you staring blankly ahead and me staring out the passenger side window. It is a long and winding road back to the house at the bottom of a hilly area where we are the only residents for a mile. You look at me out of the corner of your eye with such disdain. You can't take it anymore. You just say it. What in the fuck is your problem? I would really love to know. How can you embarrass me like that? Why did you have to talk to him like that? What did he do to you? We literally dated less than six months. He ended it when he got that job out of state. I gave him my best wishes and that was that. Am I not allowed to say hello? All of this is falling on deaf ears. I continue to stare out the side window, unbothered, uninterested. I sit in silence. You know what? Fuck that. It doesn't fucking matter. What you said and what you did was unforgivable. Is it because we went to school together? That's it, isn't it? You see, you see him as some kind of competition. No, that ain't it. You're pissy because he's a man. He's a man from my past whom I dared acknowledge at my friend's party. Well, if this is the type of relationship we're going to have, I don't know how we're ever going to get married. This is an empty, hollow existence, and I refuse to be stuck in it. You and I have nothing. I can't take this anymore. I just can't and I won't. That last part gets my attention. It triggers something negative in me. I get pissed. My attention is now on you. 
With that said, I reach my right leg over and force my foot down on your foot while driving. My dress shoe on top of your wedge-clad foot flooring the accelerator. The car lurches forward and the engine roars. What the fuck? Get the fuck off my foot. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. Ah, oh, quit it. Please, please. You're hurting. Get, get your foot. You try wiggling your foot free, but it's no use. I've got your foot pinned down like a sumo wrestler. Your foot will not budge. You're, you try using your left foot to hit the brake, but all it does is skid the tires along the pavement, leaving skid marks. Here's where you get creative. You reach for the key and attempt to shut the car off, but I grab your wrist, pull it away, and cover the key with my hand. Oh my God, you're gonna kill us, stop this, please, please, what are you doing? The intensity is off the charts. You've never seen me behave in such a fashion. As I try to grind that pedal harder and harder, you have tears running down your cheeks. You try peeling my hand away from the key, but with my grip, it ain't no use. The speedometer is climbing at a rapid rate. 50, 55, 60, 65, 70. Your steering skills are something to write home about. You swerve off the road, then back onto the road, around a car here, in between cars there. Babe, please knock it off. We're going to die. Please get your foot off mine. You now swerve off the road and down the remainder of the hill. The downward hill causes the car to go even faster. We are headed smack dab right into the shed. You let out a blood-curdling scream. I release my foot off yours. You use both feet to slam on the brakes. The car skids to a stop in the dirt, missing the shed by literally inches. You run out of the car to the back of the house and plop down on the yard bench, burying your face in your arms, crying your eyes out. I hear your audible cries. I find you in the backyard. I sit beside you, rubbing both hands on your back, trying to console you. Baby, baby, I'm, I'm sorry. I really don't know what to say. I can't explain what goes on. I, I don't know why I did that. I wouldn't hurt you. Please, please believe me. I really don't know what made me do that. I, I couldn't stop it. I just, I, I couldn't stop. The thought of me leaving is, is just too much to bear. You finally turn to me. Your face is soaked with tears. I take your face into my hands and kiss you passionately. Then I promise you, never again, babe, never again. We then cut to the next morning. Your hair is down. You're in your same Steve Madden platform wedges as the day before. You rock an off the shoulder, long sleeve shirt and bell bottom jeans. You are in the kitchen, leaned up against the counter, using both hands to hold a mug of coffee. You carefully sip. I then walk into the room ready for the day. You sense my presence. I initiate dialogue. Good morning, babes. Not even looking in my direction and after what seems to be an eternity in seconds, you icily say, yeah, morning. I make my way to the kitchen and pour me a mug. I step right next to you. I go in to kiss you on the forehead. You immediately pull away, walk out of the kitchen and leave the living room to sit on the couch. You pick up a magazine and start to read. I peek my head around the corner to see what you're doing. You are reading away and tapping that right foot of yours, left leg crossed over your right and your Steve Madden platform wedges. That right foot that was dominated by mine less than 24 hours prior. I noticed this. I bring my coffee into the living room and sit down on the floor next to your tapping right foot. You say nothing to me as I do this. You continue reading. 
It's as if I'm not there. You always made the richest coffee, babe. Never gets old. Thanks. I take a closer look at your tapping right foot. There is a noticeable red mark over the top of your foot. I know good and damn well that it, what it's from. I catch that tapping foot in the air before it taps back down to the floor. I run my finger across the red mark on the top of your foot. Oh, babe, did I do that? Your eyes are shooting daggers at me now. You are in a dominant position at that moment. You are looking down at me. In a bluntly stern and matter-of-fact tone, you say, let go of my foot. I do. You go back to reading. I keep trying to convince you and say, I still don't know what to say, Mimi. You just, you have to believe me. I just, I just want you to know. You stop me in the middle of that sentence with, look, yesterday didn't happen. It never happened. It is never to be mentioned again. I will tell you this. We need to talk about our future. Not right now, but later. Jillian is picking me up in a little while. She wants me to help pick out flowers for her reception. Jokingly, oh yes, Jillian, she still hates my guts. Are you jealous of her too? That silences me. I end the convo by saying, I gotta get to work, but yes, we'll talk later. I go in for a kiss, but I get a dry and monotone, have a good day. With that, I finish off my coffee, head out the door, into my car, and off to work. When you hear the car driving off in the distance, your eyes raise from your magazine. You want to make sure that I have completely left the premises. When the coast is clear, you toss the magazine aside, launch off the couch to get your purse, whip out your phone to call your best friend Jillian about the events of yesterday and this morning. You are really concerned about me and my behavior. Jillian offers you to stay in her guest house for as long as you need to. You are over the moon with gratitude. You want to get over to her house as soon as possible. You run out to the shed. You and I nearly crashed into the day previous. You open the shed, hop in your Toyota Tundra, rummaging around in your purse for the keys, find them, put the key in the ignition, twist it, and chugga, 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 chugga. And a loud whisper to yourself, oh no, oh Christ, no. You twist that key again. Chugga, 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 chug, 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 chug. Oh, please turn over. Please, please don't do this to me. Your right wedge-clad foot stomps down on the accelerator, holding it all the way to the floor. You twist the key again. The fucking chugging continues. Your right foot passively pumps the accelerator. Chugga, 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 thump, thump, thump. Chugga, 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 thump, thump, thump. Chugga, 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 thump, thump, thump. The son of a bitch ain't starting for shit. You get more and more annoyed. God damn it, start fucking turn over. This shit can't be happening right now. You twist the key. Chugga, 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 thump, 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 thump. Your frustration is apparent. That right wedge clad foot shows the pedal who's boss. You really want to get out of this environment. This damn truck is preventing you from doing that. You bite the side of your lip, close your eyes real tight, and twist that key for the final time and vroom, 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 vroom. A slight smile creeps across your face. In a barely audible voice, you say, thank you. You grab hold of that shifter on the side of the wheel, put it in drive, and step on the accelerator with that Steve Madden wedge 
and lurch forward to your best friend's house. When you get to Jillian's, you feel so at home. Your best friend is there for you. Sisters, she encourages you to leave me and eventually do meeting someone else later down the line who loves you and protects you. All it took was putting your foot down. Hope you like this one, Mimi. Honest thoughts on the podcast about it. Looking forward to it, Tav. All right. So this is a crazy story, Tav. Uh, crazy because um, it involves themes of like relationships and jealousy and breakups and like uh, intimate partner violence, essentially. Um, so... I definitely can appreciate this kind of thing as a fantasy where like, you know, nobody's, um, nobody's truly injured or, but I mean, I guess in that context, yeah, this is like a pretty exhilarating story. It's definitely like, I feel like you wrote it and I know that you have a, you know, acting background, um, or theater or movie background maybe I don't know but for some reason I'm I'm under that impression that you're in in that industry uh and so you write this like a screenplay it's like written I feel like it's kind of written like a movie like um I could see us acting it out the way you've kind of written it and described it with with the dialogue and then all the um I don't know what you would call it I'm not a movie person but the like the directions like what's happening in the scene um, and so like from a point of view of fantasy, it's great. Like, uh, like a movie, totally. Um, obviously I would never like condone doing this in real life. It's dangerous. It's crazy. It's scary. Um, and honestly, like if that actually happened, we would not have like, and we almost like ran into a shed or something like, like we ran off the road we would not be sleeping in the same house that that evening and like going to work in the morning. <laughs> I would be like, I'd be out. Like I, I wouldn't be there. Um, I wouldn't be there to fight about it anymore because it's just, you know, like I feel like if somebody were really willing to do that, then, you know, who knows what they'd be willing to do. Like it, it's kind of like they've, it, it's like a break with reality or something like, um, just very dangerous behavior but I do think that like written as like a like an action movie or thriller or something like I definitely could see how this would be like scary exciting sexy if if that I hope that doesn't weird people out that I'm saying that like um in the sense of like in real life I absolutely would be terrified and think it's it would be like you know the criminal and then but like for a movie I think this would be like a really amazing scene and super like one of those like ang like your heart would be racing you'd be sitting on the edge of the of your chair watching this this scene unfold and I I think that the like the jealousy and the like resentment and just like the layers of the relationship really add like a certain intensity and I think it's because um crimes of passion right like people when they are in like a jealous rage especially over like um a lover or something like 
people have been known to do all kinds of like crazy and, and terrible things. And so there's just this element of like, this guy's going off the rails and like, you know, what, like, how far is this, is he going to take it? And like, what's going to happen? And, um, I think for a scene, it's fantastic. I think it really builds up a lot of stress. You know, the whole, and what I'm referring to is the forced, the forced acceleration. Um, The cranking in comparison feels like a relief, almost like mild, like, yeah, the car won't start, but there's no like imminent threat, like life threatening, scary, like monster boyfriend kind of situation. And I'm really glad that you wrote, um, that, you know, like that you conclude the story with like, she moves, she gets rid of him and has her friends support her and she moves on. Cause that's totally what I would do <laughs> in real life. Like if that happened. I would, that would be the end of us. And I, sorry, I keep like throwing my, my glasses, my reading glasses. Um, I, I, I would be like, that'd be the end of us. We'd be over. But as far as like a, a story, I think it's really, um, it's very layered. It's very nuanced. I, I do, I don't know if you write movies or you act in them, but I can definitely like, definitely get the feeling that, um, you are a like trained, educated movie person. So anyway, thank you for this awesome contribution. I love hearing your guys like fantasies and stories, like whether they're real life stories or something like this, like fan fiction story or fantasy stories, they're super fun. Um, and it also really inspires me for content. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you guys. I haven't been really, I've been filming, but I haven't done a lot of video editing or like posting new stuff lately. I mean, I post new stuff every single day on OnlyFans. I post like two or three videos a day over there, but like in clips for sale, I haven't really uploaded much this month because, um, I'm having issues with my, my laptop and I ordered a brand new, like super fast, super heavy, heavy duty MacBook pro back in April and it's not scheduled to arrive until sometime like all the way up to the end of June, I believe. So I'm just kind of like waiting and waiting and waiting. Like I just, I need my new laptop. I need it. I need it. Um, so <laughs> why I'm telling you this is because, uh, it gives, it just, it's inspiring. Like your stories, your fantasies. And that's also kind of why I want to drill down into the details of like, what gets you going with pedal pumping specifically like what details you know like turn you on and are like the must the must see elements for you because I don't know I just I I feel like um it's inspiring for me personally like for content and it's also sexy and fun and it's just interesting like I just love things and it's like a, I was thinking about how um, sometimes there are elements of pedal pumping that before I'm made aware of them, I, I, I'm unaware, right? But then like when somebody points out like, oh, I find it really sexy when somebody does this, this, and this. And I'm like, ooh. And then I start noticing it. And then I start getting to experience it in a new way, in a sexier way or something that I was oblivious to now becomes apparent to me. I don't know. I just appreciate you guys enriching my pedal pumping experience with your stories 
and preferences and fantasies. So send them all my way. Mimi footnip at gmail.com. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you so, so, so much. Have a great weekend. Uh, in the United States, we have Memorial Day weekend. So be safe if you're out traveling or whatever you're doing. Um, I hope you don't have tons of traffic. And yeah, buy, buy yourself some pedal pumping content or treat yourself or whatever you do to enjoy pedal pumping. Get out there and enjoy some pedal pumping. You deserve it. See ya.